All right, we're into our next section. Um, I wanted to touch upon building codes and regulations. This is going to come up in your discussion with your architect or your designer for sure, and your builder to some extent. They're going to follow whatever regulations they have to, depending upon the scope. But just so you're aware, if you haven't uh, been through a remodel project before, let's just start with an example. Let's say you have a two bedroom, one bath house and you want to add another bedroom and another bath, making it a three bedroom, two bath house, right? So part of that remodel is going to require some push out of some portion of the house, right? We're going to have to go in some direction to add square footage to create the bedroom and bathroom part of the new house or the new addition, let's call it. So even though you might have all these great ideas about window placement and fireplaces and chandeliers and, you know, whatever within that remodel, depending upon where you're standing in the country, a code is going to tell you you can and do can and can't do something. Let's say, for example, you want that new bedroom out in the a new addition to not have any windows in it. Well, that would be a violation of code. You could say, well, I don't want any windows, although I don't want any sunlight. Uh, that's too bad. That's built into the code as a safety feature. And it's usually around, can a fireman get in and out of that window with full set of gear on and a tank on his back? So that is going to prescribe a certain size of a window. That falls into a code, right? So you're going to have code that's going to tell you about lighting. It's going to tell you about appliances. It'll tell you about the efficiency of any new equipment like HVAC system, furnaces, air conditioners, water heaters. Uh, it might tell you stuff about smoke alarms, window sizes, minimum doorway sizes, the space between outlets. All this stuff kind of is in the background, but it's built into the codes and regulations of which you're tied to. You can't separate from that. Well, in some cases you can if you build way off grid, right? Where you're not tied to any utility. There's a little bit of forgiveness there because, you know, they're kind of not worried about you over there on the hillside. But down here in the valley with all the other houses, you have to abide by all the codes that are applicable for that area. Also understand that there are what they call above codes. So certain cities have adopted not only the base code, but every builder, you cannot build below this code. We call that a, a, a D minus builder, right? If you build a code, you're a C builder, in my opinion. If you build way above code, then you, your kind of ranking goes upwards. But code just says you can build no worse than this. So just keep that in mind. It's not, it's not a good bar it's a a practical bar it's the safety bar it's the bar that builder can't build any worse than that otherwise you endanger people so that's where i want you to kind of think about kind of store away you don't need to bring it up at any meetings but just understand that your architect's gonna insist upon certain things your builder might say some things uh, the plan might come back from the building department and say oh we just adopted the new version of the code and it says this so now you have to do X, Y, Z. That happens occasionally. The code does change over time. Uh, it typically gets more rigorous. So as the efficiency of a house, let's say the insulation of an attic, uh, 
it might start at R20 or R22 or whatever, but it eventually is going to get thicker and thicker and thicker. Not keep going, but there'll be a point of no return, but it'll get thicker for a while and then they'll have to look at other areas of the house for efficiency gains. And that's to help, to benefit everybody, not just you, the homeowner, but the whole society. But just know that the codes are there for your protection. They're there to keep our builders in line and our contractors, you know, that's why they have inspectors come out and say, oh, you didn't do the hold down there. You need another hold down or another piece of lumber there, or what have you. So that's why the inspectors, they're the ones who are enforcing that code. They're not enforce, enforcing any aesthetic thing in the house or in the plans, but they're looking at everything that's going to get closed up behind drywall that could adversely affect the occupant. So that's their role, right? To monitor the health and safety of the occupant. All right, I just wanted to leave you with that before you branched off and to get into another module, but just understand that code, you can't avoid it. It's just there. Your architects will all understand it. Your designers will all understand it. Your contractors hopefully will be all up to speed on what the latest codes are. If you're going for above code programs like Energy Star or some kind of green build program, you just ratcheted everything up. So now your lighting has to get better. Your efficiencies on your equipment needs to get better. Your window values go up. Your insulation values go up. Uh, roofing might change, etc. So just understand that lofty goals, great. I love it, but those two might have an increase in cost and time or, or even the inspections added to it, etc. So uh, good thing to strive for, but just understand everything has things tied to it. And the code is just that base starting point. All right. We'll see you on the next module. Take care.